All right, Josh. So, elevator pitch. So, for us at 3G Golf, um, just a little kind of background info, we are open now nine months. Uh, we opened back in June. Um, Family-owned business. Um, kind of came up with the idea during the middle of lockdown when we're stuck at home um, and just kind of everyone's getting creative at that point, just thinking of things to keep them from driving crazy. Um, and uh, so the point of 3G Golf really is we have three golf simulators, um, which have kind of become pretty popular over the last couple of years as golf has grown a little bit more, um, especially to younger ages. Um, so on these simulators, it's almost kind of like a, it's a virtual machine in which you can play the majority of courses in the world. You can go to the driving range, do little target practice, things like that. Um, so it's a place to kind of work on your swing. You can play full courses and it's, it's an indoor, you know, facility, obviously, um, which is kind of based on the cold weather in New Jersey when, uh, you know, weather gets cold and you need something to do, um, as we've seen with the last couple of snowstorms. So, uh, it's to summarize, it's basically indoor golfing. Um, it's kind of a top golf type theme, a little driving range type theme, things like that. Um, but we're BYOB, we have TVs. It's a place to kind of, you know, if you're a serious golfer, you can do that. If you're a more casual golfer, or if you're just looking for something to do on a cold winter night, um, it's kind of flexible for the customer. It's pretty customer friendly. That's, you know, the blueprint and the model for us. Um, and being a, a family that's lived here for, you know, I think my parents have been here 34 years, I want to say. Um, me and my brothers, we graduated from here, like the high school here live a couple blocks away. So it's kind of a, to be a part of the community, have, run a business, uh, things like that is something that we've all kind of wanted. We didn't know how it was going to work out. Um, and we kind of put together this idea and, uh, it's, it's been, it's been good so far and enjoying every second of it. Nice. It's really awesome. I mean, I went there a couple of weeks ago with my family. And we had a blast. I was talking to your dad and he was telling me that you guys just uh, started up over COVID. And I don't know, he started telling me the story and then I stopped him and I asked if he would do an interview. And then he told me that you were running social media and that's how it started. So I'm yeah, excited to absolutely. ask you questions about that. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, yeah, during COVID, you decided to open. What was your crystallization point? Like what, what was the bug that got you started? So... It's actually kind of a funny story. Um, about, I guess, three weeks prior to lockdown, um, my dad was relocated to St. Petersburg, Florida for, for work. And my mom went down there with them. They had a little apartment. Um, and, you know, it's not the worst place to be in the middle of February. But um, so a couple weeks later, you know, airport shut down, travel shuts down, restrictions are placed everywhere. and it was, you know, me and my older brother were home at this point. My oldest brother lives in Hoboken. So for almost a year, my parents weren't home. Um, so kind of the heart of this, you know, lockdown, this craze, what nobody has any idea what this virus is, what's going on at this point. And, you know, I was a sophomore in college. Like I was just kind of a 19 year old who didn't know much about the virus. And all, all I knew is that I had to start doing laundry and, and cooking meals for myself. Um, but so we were, you know, have 
a lot of time on our hands and we're, we're pretty bored at this point. We're begging my dad say, Hey, can we get a, a golf simulator for the house? And it was just a, a pipe dream at this point. And he's like, you know, if we're going to get a golf simulator, you know, the house is going to be packed. Everyone's just going to come play. Like might as well try to make some money off of it. So that's kind of how it just started. Um, and from there it segued into, Oh, if we're going to get one, let's get two and then let's turn it into a, a business or what can we add on top of it? So it was kind of almost a joke as to how it started. And again, it was, I think back of COVID of just how bored we were um, and just tired of watching the news. And it kind of struck us to say, Hey, let's try to get one of these things and just give us something to do every day. And that's, that's honestly how it, how it kind of turned into this business idea. That's brilliant. <laughs> it started off of a joke and then uh, you saw that there was profitability or well, there's potential. I mean, in your area, who else is there? Yeah. So I think there's one, there's one in wall and then, I want to say Homedale is the other one, but again, that's, you know, that's pretty far away. Um, and there's, you know, there's a lot of golfers in our, you know, town, our kind of little area um, that it's, it's just kind of worked out nicely for us. I think Wall's the closest one. And then to me, I'm in the Southern part of Monmouth County. So you're my closest and it's, it yeah. honestly is a blast to go there. And then dad's wisdom with the profitability. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I mean, how long was that process, though, from initial, let's get one to turn it into a business? So thinking back in time, it was probably about we started like looking at actual places to rent kind of it was right around November, kind of Thanksgiving um, of that following year. So I guess uh, the end of or. Yeah, end of 2020, November 2020. Um, my dates might be wrong. Everything's time's kind of a blur at this point. But um, but uh, yeah, so I think it was November 2020 when we first kind of started looking into it. Um, and then just getting in touch with different people in town that kind of helped us along with that process who simply just knew more than us about it. Um, and kind of put it together as, you know, the winter months went on. And then by, you know, we, we opened our doors in June, but we started our lease in May. Um, just our first month was just kind of getting the place ready. Um, but yeah, it, it was, you know, a lot of planning went into it. You know, if anytime you start a business, especially during that kind of time period of, of COVID and restrictions, not a lot of places were, you know, there's a, there was a lot of obstacles in trying to get that together. So everything kind of had to be planned the right way. And, and make sure that we weren't overlooking yeah, anything. Absolutely. I mean, that's a, a huge gamble to begin with. But then as COVID and the timetables that you're talking about, a lot of places were going under. We're just giving up the ghost. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. You know, the fact that you guys had the, the, the wherewithal to run that gamble is amazing. I don't know. I commend you for that. I, it really is fascinating how you did that. And then it's what? Yeah, yeah. You know. Everything, everything takes, you got to have a little bit of luck too. Yeah. A little bit definitely, of luck. Definitely a little bit. A lot of bit of people. risk and a little bit of strength. So it's all, it's, it's a family thing. Yep. Yep. So it's all, it's all family. Actually the name 3G, mm -hmm. um, kind of a, you know, we, the story is kind of complicated, but it's, so it's what it comes down to is on my dad's side of the family, the Yates family. Um, it's been, I think like six or seven generations in a row that there's been three boys in the family. Um, and I've, I'm the youngest of three boys as well. So that tradition has just kind of continued. Um, so three G kind of stands for three guys. Um, I see. also, you know, people get sometimes confused saying three D golf, three G. So it just G starts with golf, whatever, whatever you kind of want to go with, whatever story you like the most. Um, 
but it's all, it's all kind of family centered. Um, we do have three people working for us now, kind of family friends who have done a great job for us. Um, especially over the last couple of months as we've been, as we've been busier, um, they've been awesome. Their support has been great and kind of have become masters of the store. Um, and so it's, it's a family centered thing, but we've kind of branched out a little bit for, for more help as we go. How long did it take you from, you said you opened in June to actually busy, comfortable, knowing that this is going to work? So we opened in June. Um, I think it was June 4th, I want to say. And the initial support from the town and the community was so incredible. Um, just kind of this whole small town thing. Um, and like I said, we've, we've lived here for forever. Um, we had so many close friends and family members coming in and spreading the news about, about our store and even just the businesses around us on Arnold Ave, um, that, you know, putting up business cards and, and flyers, things like that, that that's kind of part of, of why we wanted to do this whole thing is just how great this community is and how much it means to us. Um, you know, I'm, I'm 22 and I, I don't really know anything other than this place. Um, and it's very special to me. It's very special to, to my, my family. Um, so that's kind of what got us through the summer, um, the June first couple of weeks, July, things like that. Um, and then just the, the, the point beach tourist factor. Um, so many people walking in and being like, what is this place? Like just kind of confused. And then they come in, take some swings. Um, and so the summer was, the summer was kind of better than we thought at first we said, you know, people are going to be out on courses playing golf. You know, it's, it's summer. It's nice out. Um, but having that support initially, those first few weeks, um, from family, friends, just the small town thing, people helping us out was, was so great. And that kind of segued into the Labor Day Seafood Fest, which was, you know, our biggest day at that up until that point. Um, yeah, that's a good thing. To get to that, to get to there. Yeah. And, um, and then from there, you know, end of September, weather starts getting a little colder and we, we've just kind of taken off from there. So it's the summer we needed a little, you know, just like any business, you don't know, you literally have no idea what to expect. Um, you have kind of benchmarks in your head that you want to say, oh, well, if we get this, that'd be great. Or what do we do if this happens? And that initial support from the community is really kind of what got us going, which is, you know, we're, we're incredibly thankful for. You know, that community that you build around you is important. Yeah. You're right. You are competing with the golf courses during the summer, but I could tell you that being out there all summer through COVID, even last year, booking tee times is mayhem. There's so many new golfers now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, I mean, there were some days, especially, you know, my father, <clears throat> if you have a heart condition, if you're older, indoor is way better than uh, 90 degrees, 100% humidity. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely, you don't you don't lose any balls. No, in the woods that's, that's true. I do save money that way. <laughs> and then why golf? So, golf. My two older brothers and my dad are very into golf. Okay. Um, I've just kind of recently started getting into it over the last couple of years. Um, I'm still not very good, so don't ask me what I shoot. <laughs> triple digits over here, but uh, <laughs> but. It's, I think, like you mentioned before, how many people have gotten into golf and how popular it's become. Um, I think there's a new generation that's really gotten into it. And I think credit to the lockdown a bit, golf was really the only sport that you could, could actually yeah. play because golf is literally distanced. That's just what it, the basis of it. Um, 
so there was tournaments on TV when, you know, there's no fans there or anything like that, but they're still kind of playing that. I think people, again, kind of driving themselves crazy inside kind of got interested in it. It was something to do. You could start almost going out to courses pretty early. Um, so it, it, you know, it became so popular and it's, a fa- you know, we're a family that's been involved in golf again, older brothers and, and my dad have been very into it over the last few, few years. Um, so it just kind of, it just kind of made sense. And, you know, and, and like, like any business, you, you want it to be something that you enjoy to do. Um, so as frustrated as I get when I'm playing, I still do love it. So, you know, if, if you don't enjoy it, it's, it can be harder to succeed. And the bad days where maybe you're not as busy, you know, be, become harder because if you're not in there, you know, enjoying what you're doing or talking to customers about what you enjoy, then it, it makes it more difficult for sure. Yeah. I, well, I could definitely see golf and small business or business owner or entrepreneur because golf, you're always trying to best yourself. Same thing in business. It's kind of the same mentality. I mean, now you have, you're going to school full-time still? Yeah. So I'm actually a senior at Monmouth University right now. So awesome. we'll graduate. Uh, I think it's May 7th is when, I'm, when I'll be All done. right. Well, early congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate that. And then education? Yep. Education. So I am currently student teaching at uh, Point Beach High School, which is you know two blocks from 3G and three blocks from my house. So it's, uh, it's very nice for the commute. So school full-time, student teaching, and your own business. Yeah. Do you have time for yourself? <laughs> I, I do. I do. Um, actually, on top of that, yeah, I, I coach football for the high school as well as uh, baseball, which starts up next week. Um, so I help out as an assistant coach for the, uh, the varsity teams there. And honestly, I, I wouldn't want it any other way. Um, I don't like I don't like sitting around. I don't like being bored. I'd rather be busy than bored. Um, just kind of how I am. Um, that's how everybody should be. And that's yeah, that's it's just, you know. Yeah, that's how uh, everybody I love to should do be. It, that's so. the hustle. That's amazing. You, you're, yeah. you have that fire. I could see it. <laughs> Coaching, full time job, student teaching, your own business. What are the prospects for you in the future? I don't know. That that remains to be told. Um, just you kind of got to, you know, I don't want to be corny, but you kind of just got to take it day by day. You know, any opportunity that comes, you just make the most of it. You know, it's it's you know, I'm I've been fortunate. At, I turned 22 last month, and I've been able to. Well, happy belated birthday. Thank you. I've been able to kind of, you know, put myself on, on a path that, you know, I love, you know, every, every day, like I, I love going into the school for student teaching. I love coaching every single day. The business has been, been a blessing. So it's, just, you know, you, again, not to be cornered, you want to do what you love. You want to take everything day by day. So that's kind of my mentality right now. And, you know, you never know what the future holds, but I'm looking forward to it. Fair enough. On that note, who's your inspiration then? inspiration um i tend to you know honestly i would say we're a very close family i would say my older brothers are definitely huge inspirations of mine um they've you know found a lot of success in their individual careers so far um and they've you know kind of always done it the right way um or at least to the best of their ability um so i look up to them a lot um my dad as well you know the the things that you know he's overcome, he's been through, um, and the way he raised us, it's, you know, it's been very, very easy to look up to Same thing with my mom. You know, she, my mom's actually works the most in our store by far. Um, so she, she does. That's usually how moms are. Yeah. So she, she does a lot of the behind the scenes work and, uh, sometimes she doesn't get as much credit as she deserves, but I'd say definitely, you know, my family overall, um, and that extends, both my mom and dad are from large Irish families. Um, 
you know, grandparents for sure have been a huge support, uncles, cousins, everything. It's, it's a very family oriented thing. Um, so I, I kind of lean on them a lot for support, um, for a lot of kind of big decisions, um, as well as even kind of, you know, the, the guys that I coach with, um, actually two of the, two of my coaches, uh, that I coach with in, in high school football are actually my cooperating teachers in the high school for my student teaching. And, uh, that's Mike McGee and Mike Pelican. They've been, you know, kind of with me every step of the way. I've learned a lot from them. Um, and they've been awesome. So, you know, a, a lot of, a lot of role models, a lot of people to kind of look up to. I, I tend to, you know, look at sports, um, a lot in my life, guys like, you know, Tom Brady, LeBron James, things like that. Um, so I kind of try to take a little piece from everyone, you know, and, you know, make it my own, in my own way, learn from them. I, I'm a big, you know, I ask a lot of questions sometimes probably can be annoying, <laughs> especially you ask my cooperating teachers. I'm kind of always trying to, you know, find advice, find the right way to do things. So it's, no, that's good. I know I just gave you a long, long list, a, a lot of answers there for, you know, inspiration, but that's kind of, that's kind of, you know, how, how I am. I kind of want to take a little piece from everyone and, and build from there. Yeah, absolutely. No, it, I mean, you should take inspiration from everywhere. Yeah, that's, that's, I think that's what you got to do again, day by day, you know, just try to make yourself a better person. And, and, you know, there's people who are smarter than you and people who know more than you and people have done things that you want to do. So that's kind of what I kind of view as people to, to look to. Yeah, I would say, I don't think, well, we're probably coming up to another generation of trailblazers with people like Elon Musk, but, um, for the most part, pretty much everything that everybody's doing has been done already, at least some degree. So you can get advice, even if you were the first golf sim place ever to open. It's a rental retail space. There's advice out there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's, like I said, there's people that, there's a lot of people out there that know a lot more than me. So I, I you know, there's no shame in looking to that and taking ideas, you know, stealing ideas, if you will. Um, Listen, just we learn to go by mimicking that. and it's not stealing. I mean, plagiarism is one thing, but it's not stealing. You know, you borrow. That's the highest compliment. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. actually, there's a good book. I don't know yeah. if you've read it. Steal exactly. Like an Artist. It's it's a good, it's a short read. Okay. It's sounds, a short sounds, read. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, tell me about the social media aspect. What do you do on it? So social media, we have Instagram and Facebook, um, which, you know, I tend to be more up to date with, with Instagram just yep. because that's kind of more my generation. Um, and it's, it's a place where we can kind of just post if we're having a competition or a tournament, things like that, new retail items in, that's what we kind of use it for. Um, and we like to interact on there, you know, just again, kind of be a part of the community, um, use that as an opportunity to get people more engaged with us and be more engaged with other businesses. You know, if another business is doing some discount or some sale, then we want to, you know, give them a shout out and they'll do the same for us. It's, it's just kind of a way to, to keep up to date with the community. And as golf has gotten more popular, so is social media. So it's, it's a way to just kind of keep spreading word about our business. Yeah. You kind of tied that back to a previous point, close knit relationships, other businesses, you tie them into your own social media. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's a good thing to, uh, think about yeah. a lot of people are like oh well there's competition in the area there's other businesses i'm going to think about my own stuff no you got to think about everybody yeah that's and that's kind of the whole the point beach you know motto there it's the few the proud the beach and 
everyone's kind of in it together. Well, yeah, especially tourist town in the summertime. You got the, yeah. you might as well walk around there. There's no cars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how is it in the winter time? In terms of business wise, the winter is has been crazy busy for us. That's a plus. You know, it's weekends were basically have been fully booked, um, dating back to you know almost Thanksgiving. Uh, just because you you can't play outside, it's just miserably cold. Um, but uh, you know, Point Beach is tends to be very quiet um, in the winter. Some people even describe it as a ghost town um, compared to the summer, um, just because you know people aren't aren't at the beach at the boardwalk just because it's it's too cold. Um, but that was kind of part of the model in saying that especially in this town, sometimes people are looking for something to do in the winter when it's dark at four 30. Um, and you know, you, you've watched, you ran out of Netflix shows to watch and you kind of want something to do. Um, so the, the winter has treated us very well. Um, you know, business aside, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of the warmer days I've, I've gotten, I've, I've moved on from the cold at this point. I think we all have, but, uh, you know, for, for business wise winter, the cold weather has been great for us, even rainy days, things like that. Um, but, you know, I think we're all kind of getting excited for, you know, as sometimes the tourists can be frustrating. Um, oh, of course. But I think I think we're all looking forward to seeing them back pretty soon. I think it's frustrating because it's a lot of work. It's like there's no break until it's off season and you just get pummeled the entire way through. I've seen it. I've been there. I worked retail. I worked around there. Yeah. I, I yeah. My heart goes down to everybody that deals with that. Um, it's a great thing. But, you know, it comes with its disadvantage and gray hair. Yeah, that's for sure. So, well, let me ask you about the family, because you're a social media manager. You're working there. You were instrumental in in conception and everything else. What about your brothers and dad and mom? You went over mom a little bit. Yeah. So kind of day to day stuff. Um, Our mom, she is essential to what we do. Um, She was worked in retail for. I want to say it was five or six years kind of on Arnold F. Um, okay. And she has a lot of experience with that. So she's kind of there a lot of weekdays. Um, that's kind of her role. She's very good with retail. She sets up kind of that whole operation. Um, and then my oldest brother is uh, living in Hoboken. He's a pharmaceutical sales rep. So he's kind of back and forth on weekends, things like that. He's very connected with TrackMan, who's like kind of our, you know, software system. So he's, you know, because he's not here as much, he's doing a lot of big picture stuff. Um, gotcha. And then when he comes home on weekends, he definitely handles um, a ton of time in the store. Um, and same thing with my my middle brother. He's a, a venture capitalist. So he's working, he's works on kind of West Coast time too. So he has a lot of very long days. Um, and he's very good with our tech and kind of any sort of laptop issues, software issues. He's, he's kind of all over it. Um, and the two of them again are, you know, much smarter than I am. So I, I tend to go to them for a lot of stuff. Um, and they both, you know, weekends, especially is when they can do a lot of, uh, their work, um, yep. you know, in the store, um, cause they're working, you know, five days a week every day. Um, and then my dad is kind of, we call him the ops guy kind of joking. Um, but he's, you know, he's, he, again, has a full-time career, um, works. He's the president of, uh, Trinity seafood for, uh, Cisco foods. Um, and he's kind of the, the fixer almost, um, anything that's going wrong. He's, he's kind of in charge of that he runs, you know, runs our books. He's 
he's very good at that. Very skilled, um, has a ton of experience in business. Um, and that's kind of just, again, the, the fixer is what we call him. Cause he's just very good at that. He's very good at making sure everything's, uh, going the right way and any problems we kind of, you know, go to him for advice just because of the experience that he has. So, and absolutely same thing, you know, weekends, we kind of, like I said, we have, we have three people, um, kind of on, on our staff now that have filled in nicely into their roles and their specific hours. And they've, they've been so good for us. Um, and then the family, you know, we, we kind of fill in the rest of the pieces there. Um, again, my mom handles a lot of, a lot of the hours, uh, kind of the weekday day to day thing. And the rest of us, when, you know, we have time outside of our, our, you know, our jobs, our coaching, whatever it may be. Um, that's kind of when we fill in the, the rest of the hours from there. I mean, really what I'm trying to hammer home is everybody's got a career. Everybody has more than one thing to do. Everybody's keeping busy. I've noticed this with people like yourself, hyper conscientious, hyper smart. You know, they get into something and like you said it, but I think you don't give yourself enough credit. I think you're incredibly smart. I I think I really do. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Your ability to multitask and do everything that you're doing, keep track of it. Yeah, you might be a stressed out college student still, but I don't know. You're way ahead of where I was in college. You know, I'll tell you that. And then <laughs> learning or having enough trust in family, friends to lean on them. It's delegation of responsibilities. It's having a trust network that you can really depend on. You know, it's having an idea that you believe in. You're kind of setting it up with all the cliches of what people need to be to, to succeed. And, and look at that. It works so far. <laughs> so far. So far, so good. Well, God bless. Good <laughs> luck. I think you guys are going to do good. Talking to your dad, it sounds like. And talking to you right now, it sounds like business is doing really good. I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to check in on you guys all the time, you know, as long as you'll have me. Yeah, of course, whenever you want. Doors always open. I'm, I'm intrigued. I want to check in with you guys. I want to see how you grow. <laughs> yeah. You know, do you have expansion ideas? Where does it go from here? Um, you know, uh, again, I don't want to jinx anything. Um, nope, don't do that. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I think, again, kind of just taking it day by day. Uh, a dream would be, yeah, if we could open more, that would be, that would be incredible. But, um, you know, that's not necessarily the goal. That's not necessarily the purpose of it. Um, the purpose was, was Point Beach and making this store the best it could be. Um, and if it, that leads to other opportunities and the family, you know, can, you know, has the time to do it. Um, and it's remains, a enjoyable experience. Um, then yeah, then yeah, you know, you never say never, but, um, at this point, you know, it's, it's all about kind of the business itself and making sure that they're still joining it um, and making sure it's kind of done the right way. You know, you don't want to ruin something by overextending yourselves or, or hurting the brand. So that's, again, just kind of, if it, if it feels right, then, then sure. But as of now, we're still just kind of focusing on the one and, and we'll go from there. There you go. A little bit more wisdom that you seem a little too young to have. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's brilliant. Did you come to like that kind of idea, that kind of perspective on your own? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's me and my brothers are very close. Yeah. Um, we have a group chat that we text in every day about, you know, anything, you know, random stuff, but we've all kind of shared that, that overall message, um, you know, that we'll, we'll go where it takes us, but you know, don't need to, don't need to make it a bad thing by, by doing too much, you know, be grateful for what you have and don't blindly chase opportunity, but accept what comes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Anything that you want to tell me that's important? Uh, honestly, no, man. I just want to thank you for, uh, for having me on. This was, uh, this is very cool. This is the second podcast I've, I've done. I'm still kind of getting used to the whole, 
the whole thing, but it's been, uh, it's been great. I appreciate you doing this for our business. I'm, I'm sure it will help. And I'm, you know, very grateful to, to have met you and be a part of this. It's an absolute pleasure. Like I said. Yeah. Awesome. Definitely. And also actually kind of specifically, we have a, we're doing a fundraiser in the middle of March. Um, I didn't necessarily know if I wanted to say this on kind of air yet, but you can, if you want, I'll include it. It's a fundraiser for the police department in town. So we did one for the fire department, uh, doing for the point beach wrestling team. And then we are going to do one for the police department. So if you were saying you wanted to maybe stop in, um, yeah. if we could do something like that, I think that'd be really cool on one night when we're doing a fundraiser. I think that could be a cool opportunity. Um, and I can pass along more details that kind of, we're still okay. putting together flyers and all that stuff as we get going. So that's why I didn't want to necessarily say it on air. No, 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 that's um, fine. Cause it's not, yeah, it's not, I'd say it's 99%, you know, dates are right and everything like that. But I just, I kind of want to confirm that first. Yeah, absolutely. hundred percent. When you get the flyer, I'll reach out that one out on uh, social medias if you're doing it. And, um, I could, I'll make arrangements mid March. I'll make arrangements that I could be there. Okay. Awesome. All right. Awesome. I'll come in take some, take some video, run a reel or two. Um, I'll bring my field recorders so I could do, you know, click on the spot interviews and then we'll reach out it out. Awesome. Sounds good, man. No worries. Thanks, Josh. I really appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks. Nice talking to you. Keep hustling. <laughs> really quickly i just want to thank everybody for listening my name is mark your host this has been rude business the podcast to maker movements i had a lot of fun talking with josh uh, from 3g golf you can find 3G in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, and all the relevant information is going to be in the description on the Maker Movements uh, NJ social media pages, locals. Everything's going to be there. Check the description. Check the social medias. Thank you again. Until next time, be good, be safe. Thank you.